Hello and welcome to episode 94 of the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast with me, Ian Luke Jones. This is where we get to know the people who make up the LCI community and a place where we delve into all sorts of improv topics. And today's guest is the wonderful Emma T. This podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and wherever else you get your podcasts. We're even available on Amazon Podcasts, which means that you can ask Alexa to play the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show to give us a boost and help get our name out there. Now it's time to go off script and find out Emma T's true story about making stuff up. And please, welcome to the show. When I say Emma, you say T. Emma. T. Emma. T. And when I say Emma, you say T. Emma. T. Emma T. <laughs> yes, it's me, Emma T. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me as a guest today. <laughs> uh, well, I am really excited to get to chat with you. You are sort of in my improv atmosphere and you know I, I follow a lot of the stuff that you do online and i see that you interact with lots of people uh, that i'm friends with and things but we've never really had a chance to to chat or have any proper interactions so this is a really great opportunity for us to finally get to just find it all about yeah Anything. wonderful what, what a what a way to do it on a podcast how, how wonderful thank you thank you <laughs> so Let's just jump right in at the start of your improv journey. How did you get into improv? Well, I've always been a, a performer of some kind. When I was at school, I used to love um, being in school plays, I did community sort of amateur dramatics, pantomimes. Um, and then later on, I was in choirs. I really enjoyed singing. Um, but then uh, I, I happened to, con to like, look upon a, a book of sort of courses uh, um, at a local place, thing, things to do and found one in drama and improvisation, did that for a while. And then um, probably around 2018, someone said that, you know, have you heard of the Bristol Improv Theatre? Um, and so then um, I did their, their kind of um, courses through the Bristol Improv Theatre and then, and then never really stopped um, because there's uh, such a, a vast array of you know, different, uh, different courses, different uh, sort of types of Im improv to learn and then other Im improv community um, sort of things going on, visiting teachers. And um, I just, yeah, I, I took part in those um, they had a, a thing called the Unscripted Player, which is a chance for people of that community um, to uh, come, come forward with ideas for shows. And they'd uh, select two shows each time someone would direct and then we'd do um, take part in those. Everyone would, would audition and then you might get in part in one of those and do some shows. And then um, when when the pandemic hit, I was, uh, jumped online and became a prolific online improviser uh and now i'm back doing a mixture of online and in person yeah i think that's something that's really stood out to me is since we have gone back to sort of real life for lack of a better term uh, away from all of the pandemic -y things you have maintained a strong online presence and i am someone that is very similar in that a lot of what i started during lockdown all the online things I was doing, I still do a lot of that as well, as well as in-person stuff. So 
I love it when I see that you are still very much uh, keeping the online flag flying. Oh, definitely. I, I love it so much. I, I don't think I'd ever want to, to leave um, online just because I've made so many connections. You don't have to be local to the people. You, know, you can have worldwide teams. Um, and so much has come, come from that, from, from the online teams. I'm definitely keeping an online presence as much as I can. I attend online uh, courses um, and have uh, sort of about... Yeah, three or four online troops um, on the go at once, and then uh, three or four in-person troops on the go. So <laughs> quite, quite, quite busy, I think. Uh, but um, it's a uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting time. I think after uh, being so involved in online um, and on online improv community, like taking that step to go back into in person. When I first went into um, kind of in person, I was still, you know everyone been sat at their screens for a long time and just generally getting out and about after um after the pandemic it was it was really interesting to hear audience laughter again i guess because when you're when you're online sure your teammates may be laughing but you you don't have that like immediate audience feedback and that was one of the first things i noticed i think was going back into doing a, a an in person show and then you hear the audience laughing like, oh, I should probably leave a gap there. And <laughs> so it's yeah, very, very, very interesting, um, I guess, experience going from 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 in person to online and then online back into in person. Yeah. Now, something I've noticed as well is we actually have a troop buddy in common. So someone that you've just been to the Edinburgh Fringe with in your troop, the One-Eyed Scouts, was one of the original members of, of my troop, the Oikers, Ewan Henderson. Ah, yes, Ewan. Oh, I love Ewan. He's great. We um, yeah, we had a, a great experience. So One-Eyed Scouts um, had been going online for uh, uh, for, for years, actually. Um, and it's very sort of uh, yeah, comedic narrative kind of shows we'd put on for um quite often like high wire um which sort of hosts online shows and um so we do performances there and yeah then uh interestingly for the we went to the edinburgh fringe taking our show to the edinburgh fringe it's quite kind of like a bit, a bit of a bucket list item for me so it was a, a great thing to um to do and um it would be the first time that the one i scouts had met fully all of us in person um and that was basically our first show was um oh hello you're you're tall you you know you have uh, you have legs you you're this tall is uh, is kind of an interesting um to to go straight from online to in person and in some ways i think like that had its kind of challenges because um sort of the way you might edit scenes um or like where you keep your props is slightly different but i think as we as we did each show we kind of got much more into the flow of it and it was it's absolutely brilliant experience. I, I couldn't recommend it uh, highly enough. Awesome. So with the Fringe, talk us through how you actually go about doing a show at the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, yeah, so um, we were quite lucky. We have uh, Jerry from our, our troupe had performed at the Fringe before. So he was our kind of uh, go-to person. He has a um, also a, a solo clown show that he's uh, he's um, been doing um, for, for the whole of the Fringe as well. Uh, so he kind of guided us through the, the process. There's a lot of help available on um, uh, the Edinburgh Fringe website um, and through various Facebook groups as well. Um, it's a really nice community of um, 
of performers, people that are taking their shows up there. Um, and it's also, I was really surprised to see so many people um, that I sort of know love from the online improv community also doing the same up there with uh, with their shows as well. Um, so it's, yeah, it's um, very much, I, I feel like I was, I was a bit of a, a passenger because I, I didn't know the, the process or how, how to do things uh, <laughs> myself, but it was, um, it's an absolutely great experience. Um, we had lots of, um, we had fly flyers made to, uh, uh, and then help take people uh, really up to the show. And randomly, whilst we were up there, um, Ewan, um, my, myself and um, Andy, one of the other members of One Eye Scouts, we decided to go and dance at a, a Cayley um, <laughs> up in Scotland one evening, uh, well, two evenings actually. And um, they, it's, it's a, a great experience. So we'd, we'd spend the day uh, doing our own shows um, and going to see other shows, uh, supporting other improvisers and meeting up with people. And then, then the evening we were dancing away to um, all this sort of Scottish, Scottish dancing, spinning each other around in circles, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, kind of like learning all of these, these steps. And then at the end, uh, the um, and I was like, okay, does anyone anyone have a show? And um, we were we put our hands up, and so he, the the guy actually let us uh, go around a circle of people. We had to describe our show to the <laughs> circle of da dancers, um, <laughs> so, so, some of which may, may have been uh, interested in shows or not. So they they all, they all put their hand, hands up if they wanted to fly, and then we'd go around and give them a a, a flyer each. So I, I don't think that's a standard way of getting people to come to your fringe <laughs> show, but it was it was a <laughs> it was great all the same, and to see that the people were, were interested. Um, it was lovely as well. I mean, we did get one person from from the Kaylee. I mean, she wasn't dancing when she was in the audience, <laughs> but she she came from the Kaylee to come and see our show. It was oh, really cool. nice. And I saw a post where you'd written about the sorts of people that came to your show, and I think there was a couple that came, and it was their very first fringe. It was their very first improv show, and they watched you. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was amazing. Um, so so yeah, some of the people that that, that came to it to see our show, um, were. Um, so that couple, couple in particular, um, they, they were laughing along. They were really enjoying the show, um, and I would never have thought it was kind of their, their first um, experience at the fringe. It's only when went over and chatted to them afterwards that yeah, this was their very, very first show that they have ever seen, at their first ever Edinburgh fringe, and it, and it was us, and they really enjoyed it. So that was that was a, a really nice moment to know that we'd kind of set off their their fringe in a in a great way with a a really enjoyable experience for them. And uh, yeah, some of the other audience members were great as well because people from um, other shows uh, came to see our our show, and then we went to see them. So there's a, a sketch comedy uh, university sketch comedy group. Um, we went to see their show, and that, that was uh, really enjoyable. So it was, it was nice the kind of like the community that supports you. Awesome. Now, was it a more of a long form type show, or was it short form? Uh, so our show is. It's, um, so when I scouts uh, format, what we did was an improvised movie. Um, so we take suggestions from the audience, and it'd be a, a sort of narrative long form, as though you are watching watching a movie. Um, and then after you have seen that movie, you will then get to meet uh, the stars of the show. So the section we called "Meet the Actors," mm. um, which is essentially us uh, being the actors, but we're then in the um, in the show so a little bit of um you know uh behind the scenes what goes on whether we're going to be in jurassic park 11 as our next show um 
any anything that um the, the gossip i guess that, that kind of went on behind behind the scenes um and that's that's a really nice format we've been using it on uh our high wire online shows uh for a while and quite often it, it's a f quite a fun part of the show because we we always keep uh so maybe i don't know a selection of wigs maybe five different hats each um uh sunglasses to look like a diva uh, you know everything available um to us to sort of dress up as these different uh different characters and the, the actors that play them um but um it was a little bit different at, at the fringe because um we we kind of kept our props on one table so it wasn't sort of just right at like to your hand so um when doing zoom prov online i just have like a almost like a box of uh lots of different hats wigs props and anything you can think of and just you know you feel like you need a prop it's there you, you have it to hand all the time so we had a, a a smaller variety of um of hats and things but it was um it was still <laughs> still, still still within reach and, and still fun to to do <laughs> So with the different groups that you're a part of, are they all versions of long form or any of them short form? Um, so most of them are kind of scene based. A lot of my um, background from the Bristol Improv Theatre kind of narrative um, shows. Um, but I, I have done some uh, short form and kind of, you know, b b battles, as it were, um, sort mm -hmm. of uh, uh, on online as well. Uh, oh, sorry, and, uh, online and in person. Um, so I did some of the shows with... Uh, Queen City comedy. They would do um, some shows that sort of members of their community can join in online, and those sorts of shows were great because quite often they'd have a, a mix of some short form games um, and then a kind of like montage scene at the end. Um, so or a, a montage of scenes, which um, uh, they're, they're great fun because you don't know who's going to sign up um, pretty much until not long before the show, and then you're just playing with a great great bunch of improvisers. And with those shows as well, um, they, we did one uh, making use of avatars. Um, so, uh, do you know on, on Zoom you can turn yourself into a, a pig or a cow or a, yeah. you know one of those, those kind of things? So we did one of those where it was um, uh, being a, a kind of a bit like Love Island. Uh, so it was essentially a, a kind of ga game show, uh, reality show type thing, except we were all animals and um it was it was great fun to kind of play play into that um and interesting as well because you can't really move your hands your 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 uh if you're a cow you can move from side to side slightly up and down slightly and maybe blink um so it was it was fun and challenging and then yeah with all of my other um online shows so one group i'm in the light bulb we focus on dramatic improv so it's narrative again but it's um more of a uh, sort of not being afraid to you know not not be not being funny it might be some funny bits in it and that's kind of inc incidental but really focusing on on drama and um kind of getting a uh you know a variety of uh of stories almost like plays that are done um online so, so they're really good i have a, a duo um, Emma T and Baylor, we do uh, a show weekly, which we put out on our uh, Facebook page and my YouTube channel, um, which is a, a sort of a variety of scenes, which are, are linked in some way, but not really in a narrative uh, sense. And that, that's a comedic 
uh, one. And then in person, um, you have, uh, I'm in a duo, um, and my duo partner, Pete and I, we are, it's, it's, the show is called The Improvised Adventures of Star Captain. Mm-hmm. And this one is a, a lot of fun for me because I, I, I love sci-fi and it's a, a bit of a chance really just to indulge in a lot of the, the tropes and things from things from like Doctor Who and Star Trek and um, all sorts of uh, sort of star adventure, old, old films as well. Um, and that one's, that one's a lot of fun. So it, it follows our kind of narrative structure uh narrative um kind of path but there's a lot of character swapping involved so we have one hat which is uh, like a kind of pilot star captain hat and whichever of us is wearing the hat is star captain so he has this kind of like predefined character an adventure in space um uh, doesn't care if anyone gets in his way doesn't mind if he sets fire to planets he's he's bold he go, goes out there and uh and then you have uh number two who who is a, a character who may be def- different each time probably someone picked up from a planet like a kind of a companion or a, an apprentice and you know it might be that they need to find something or prove something um to themselves and they're, they're usually a lot a lot weaker and cowardly <laughs> so they might have to, to to prove themselves so we swap between those two characters but then also with just the two of us using like uh, interesting sort of staging things that that um you know, one one space to one side of the stage, maybe uh, one group of aliens um, on the on the planet, or um, or maybe robots or what have you, and then um, and we can interchange those as well. This is it, it. Probably sounds quite confusing, but it's a very good show. I, I do promise you. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the on the other, other on the other side, there might be other you know um, uh, people or or aliens on on the planet, and then we we play each of those. And usually something's going to happen near the end where everyone uh, kind of interacts and, you know, maybe there's going to be a big explosion or or some kind of danger and Star Captain is going to waltz on in and probably ruin things. Um, and then we're kind of with different physicalities, uh, which is, uh, I guess, something that, that I don't really do so much um, online, but essentially we're, we're swapping between maybe like six different characters maybe with different voices, maybe with, with uh, different stances and, um, and swapping between them um, uh, all, all the time. So it's a, uh, that, that, that I think that's, that's a lovely show because it's um, uh, just a, yeah, a chance to, to go on a kind of a sci- sci-fi journey. Uh, each kind of episode is uh, self-contained and, um you, you kind of you, you know what you're getting with Star Captain. You know what you're getting with his companion. But what you might encounter on the planet is uh, is different every time, based on audience suggestions. That sounds great. The, you mentioned before the Star Captain about the thing you do with Baylor. I've seen quite a few of those uh, when you posted them, and I, I'm aware of Baylor because he's actually in a group with uh, my fiance Seki. They do something with Taj Baker called Mindful Improv. Mm. Um, so yeah, I've encountered uh, Baylor quite a few times before, and he's yeah he's uh, an interesting character that brings up things I would never think of. It's great. Yeah, I love uh, Baylor's mind is is brilliant. Um, as I I love where we go from, uh, you know, we might be in, in one scene a, a detective, and another scene um, uh, where you know a, a couple, on another scene where we're just like. 
we change between them like so easily and effortlessly in between um, e each of the scenes and um, you know, it comes some very weird and wonderful things. I, I've really enjoyed um, sort of recording these Emmett and Baylor uh, episodes. So we do some with Highwire. Um, so uh, there again, I take some of my other shows. Um, we do uh, a kind of like a half hour long episode there. And then we try and record maybe every week or um, every couple of weeks, a kind of a our own self-contained episodes of, of varying lengths. Um, <laughs> some, some are shorter. Some episodes will only take five minutes of your time. Others are a lot, uh, a lot, a lot longer. But it's it's been an absolute joy to to do them, and um, I think it'd be be interesting because we don't have any plans to stop. We, we continue to keep uh, doing these, like whether whether we do them over like a twenty-year period, and then you can watch them all from <laughs> from day one. Because I, I recorded some. Um, uh, sort of duo scenes with, with Bela uh, a few years back, uh, sort of earlier in the pandemic, and um, it's, it's quite quite fun to watch them because our, our hair is different and uh, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> just a, a, aging through our uh, <laughs> each week on our uh, on our shavers. Yeah, they're they're really fun to do. Um, re really enjoyable. They're they're not. Um, yeah, I think. I think the thing that I like about them, in in some ways, is you you could watch you could watch if you want just a, you know a partial episode because it is not like that you need to be involved for a whole hour's worth of story or uh, what have you because it is not really following a story arc but it's just um, joyful fun um, and is is it does a lot of what I what I enjoy is um, with um, kind of. Yeah, bring your scene partner joy. That's 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 kind of one of the things we kind of go for. So I I I do do enjoy that a lot. One of the things about online improv is when you've done a show that is a recorded thing that you're putting out there. That's something you don't really get with the in-person stuff. Like we're not going out and filming all of our in-person sets that we're doing. But when we're putting the stuff out online, often. If it's a high wire show or if it's scene time and then between you're just putting things out there on the internet, you can come back to it a few years down the line and look at it. And you can't do that with the in-person stuff. It just lives in your memory. So it's an interesting mm. thing that we have online. Yeah, I, I love that in some ways. So with, um, with One-Eyed Scouts, we uh, recorded some a couple of years ago. There's one in particular episode called, it was called Mustard and Marmalade, which was a um, basically about a, a village competition. Um, and it was, it's ever so funny um if i do say so myself uh but it's it's um we had we had that re recorded and i I'd, I'd watch it back like sometimes i'd be like oh i, oh, I don't know if i want to watch myself back see, see see myself do that but i watched that one back um a, a few times actually and i i just find it just so so joyful like that that particular episode but one thing was when i was recording that one is i had the um the view set so that it would just show the person who was speaking on on screen and i wish i'd kind of changed it to the view where you can see everyone because there was a, a particularly great group scene uh where we're saying like oh you think the the person who wins uh the, this competition will be wearing glasses and then everyone seemed to be just adjusting their glasses and like giving funny looks and it, as a group scene it looked amazing but uh, unfortunately it got missing it was just the, the person that was speaking at the time that uh, <laughs> was recorded that's a kind of you, you live you learn <laughs> you, mm -hmm. now i'm like mm, I, I know how i'm recording anything that i put that i put on the put on the internet <laughs> <laughs> now we started the show with your catchphrase i stole your catchphrase to start the show uh-huh when did that come about like and 
you've you've had loads of people doing the tea and there's some in uh, some in particular I want to talk about um but mm-hmm. when did that start Oh I did I I think it must have been in pa- pandemic times but um I used to do I I mean I make make a a tea shape and I, I'm not sure I can actually remember the exact origin of it but early on in the the uh, Emma tea when I say Emma you you say tea uh, everyone making tea shapes we did um something called a, an emma tea rave um which was uh, so with some of the groups i was in i was in a, a harold team called the sheep of orion um and um some yeah some other uh, group groups and teams we'd s- you switch your camera off uh so say there were maybe 20 of you on screen or, or 12 whatever so you'd uh, uh, and then we doosh, 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 making sounds and then MT rave and everyone would come on and make tea shapes and then they would like, switch their cameras off and then different people would come on and then they'd be making tea shapes and then some people were jumping about and making tea shapes. I've got a few of those recorded. Um, I haven't had, I haven't held one recently, you know, maybe we'll get, get one uh, going again, again soon, <laughs> but it definitely became, became a thing. And yeah, when uh, then I started recording Scene Time, uh, which has been, been a wonderful project to do, and still still ongoing. Is um, uh, yeah, the introduction is always when I say Emma, you say T, um, and get get those those uh, those T T shapes going on. Um, so yeah, it's kind of uh, I've become heavily branded. Uh, but the, the actual the, the very first time the T shape was made, I, I'm not sure I can actually remember. So wow. <laughs> a natural evolution <laughs> now i'm a big neighbors fan mm, and i yes. know you're a neighbors fan yeah uh, so do you want to tell a, a story because I, i've seen um particular cast member from neighbors doing the tea oh yes uh, well um so as i'm sure you were also devastated to hear him when they, they were gonna stop uh neighbors and uh so this this kind of neighbors farewell tour thing was coming around the uk and i was just like i need to go on this tour i need to see um to see the stars of the show so i i booked myself in um a vip ticket uh which included the meet and greet option and as then we found out that uh neighbors was uh, uh i guess i no longer being cancelled to be, be revived it then changed its name to the neighbors celebration tour um and i you know, I was so excited to go, even when it was the farewell tour, I was trying to book myself a, a row AAA right at the front <laughs> ticket, the, the second it went on sale. Um, and I kept going through the booking system and then it looked like it managed to, to book a seat for myself. And I'd be like, yes, yes. And then I'd go through to the payment page and then it, it would kind of kick me out. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm, have I got the seat or not? I, I don't, under, don't understand um and i couldn't get hold of customer services um eventually i ended up uh kind of logging in uh because I, I think i had to log into my account uh and then at that that point the row aaa had already gone i was like no no i need to be right near the front um but i managed to get a, a row on uh row b i think um in the end um and get that that confirmed and and then after a while, I guess because that was quite far in advance, I'd booked it. I'd I'd forgotten about it. But then, as a, as the sort of day approached, I was getting more and more excited because Neighbours is something that I absolutely used to definitely lo- love to watch uh, back back in the day. Um, and when it got uh, to that to the actual day of the VMP, VIP meet and greet, I was actually so I was on the stairs to the to the um, meeting. Uh, 
kind of section they uh they put everyone in a queue and it actually felt like almost so exciting like when you're queuing up to go on a big roller coaster or something like that it's a, a great feeling that I, I don't experience often that uh, actual butterflies in my stomach that i'm going to meet my my heroes these these people i've been watching on tv and brought so much i guess like joy into my life uh through watching watching them and then i thought i'd be totally you know unable to say anything when i uh, just a uh, star struck uh when i saw them but um yeah, it was, it was wonderful. I got to have a have a little chat with them. The way they, they looked after you on the meet and greet uh, thing was actually quite quite nice as well because someone would take your phone um, to take pictures uh, of you. And then the f the first thing I did was um, Toadie from uh, from from neighbours was there, and um, I thought that I just had to like stand and have pictures taken. So I was kind of really stiffly, <laughs> sort of in a hand shaking <laughs> thing, just looking towards the camera. But actually, it was kind of like they they film you naturally as you just interact with uh, with the actors. So that, then we had had a little chat, and then um, we had some some pictures taken, and then 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 I asked if they they mind making the the uh, the t-shape hmm. and um uh, one of them thought that actually did for the t-shape we'd have to lift her up above our heads um but no it was actually more of a uh, like how to make just a, a tea, tea with your hands um and then they, they ha happily uh, did that and i was so pleased as i was just looking at the photos going oh this is amazing <laughs> uh, <laughs> so tell tell everyone who else you met? So you met uh, Ryan Maloney, who was Toadie. Who else did you meet from the cast? Uh, so, um, Jane Harris, uh, April, uh, Carl Kennedy, uh, and um, yeah, Paul Robinson, uh, Stephen Dennis. Uh, so yeah, I was, I was very, very, very happy. Um, and yeah, th then I went on to watch the the show afterwards. Um, they they give you a little signed, uh, you get get, get a little Ramsey Street uh, mm -hmm. sign and then a signed poster, and then went on to watch the show. Um, that was that was absolutely amazing. Like yeah, I I love me meeting like I love meeting my heroes. I was uh, I'm a big Doctor Who fan um, as well. So like I did the um, classic series is is my favourite as uh, so the the older ones. And I had the same thing when I I think I, although I didn't get a T shape um, at the time. It was uh, this is uh years ago i got a chance to meet uh tom baker um who's uh yeah like i guess one of my one of my favorite doctor Who's as well so that's 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 another thing where you just like oh i'm i'm meeting my heroes <laughs> <laughs> yeah when the the neighbors talk sort of came about it just came at the wrong time for me i wasn't able to get tickets at the time um but i did go to ramsey street in 2019 i went to australia oh, and i did uh, did the tour and they were on their Easter break, so there was no filming, which was mm -hmm. a bit of a downer. But because there was no filming, we got to go into parts of the set that other people don't get to go into. So that was pretty oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, now, I met Alan Fletcher, uh, Carl Kennedy from Neighbours, a, yeah. a few years back at a Comic-Con. He was booked for Wales Comic-Con. Oh, he, nice. He was amazing. Mm. He He came out from around his, his desk, because often they just sat behind a desk, you'll have a brief chat and they'll sign a picture or take a selfie or whatever. He came out and he stood in front of his desk and he spoke to me for about 15 to 20 minutes. Oh, it didn't wow. matter that there oh. was a queue. He made sure that I yeah. got everything like out of him that I wanted to get out of him. 
and mm. he was amazing. And then I signed up, so I'm part of. I'm actually part of like his global fan club thing. And when my birthday. Oh, so am I. Yeah. So have you, you <laughs> so had the birthday I, message. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have. Yeah. I. Oh, I loved it. So when, when I when I signed up to that, I had them, and his autograph arrived in the post. I was so so excited. I I, I couldn't believe it. And yeah, the, the birthday message was was wonderful. Have you still got your birthday message? <laughs> I still have. And what I love is that he remembered. <laughs> He remembered that he'd met me and he re referenced things that we spoke about when I met oh, him. Wow. And it was, you know, quite a uh, bit of time had passed since then. And I was like, wow, he remembered the things that I told him that time I met him in Wrexham. How crazy. <laughs> he, he seems so, yeah, lovely. Like I was saying that I'd, um, when I met him, that I'd, you know, liked, liked all of his Facebook pages and things. And I watched some of his um, his live streams he did with his music um, in, in the pandemic as well. So it was yeah uh yeah it's it's really nice to see so, you know, we had a bit of a joke with stefan dennis who um who didn't have any fan i, I said if, if if you make a fan page i will join it <laughs> <laughs> now um alan's band uh the waiting room they brought an album out years ago called in the waiting room and i still love that album like every single song on it is a banger like it's not often that mm. you get an album where you love every song and i love every song on that album uh and also I, i've not really mentioned this on the podcast but when it all came out that neighbors was was leaving us and it it sort of reached the point last summer where it was close to the end and alan was doing just so many appearances on things at that time i was like i love i love neighbors i love alan fletcher i have a, a podcast I I can try and arrange to, to speak to him, and I contacted him, mm -hmm. and he got back to me personally. So mm -hmm. it wasn't just one of his team; it, it was him personally, and he was dead honest. And he just said, "I I've got to be honest. At the moment, I am burned out because all I've done for the last two weeks is interview, 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 interview." He said, mm. um, "I I would I would love to to come on to your show and and talk to you or about all things neighbors." um but he couldn't commit to it at that time and then it got announced that it was coming back and then he he was on tour and doing music things but i do hope to get back to him at some point and try and get him on the show because he it, some people you get nowhere but he gave me like a personal response and said he's up for doing it if we can make it happen at some point wow that that is absolutely amazing yeah I'd uh, well, yeah, I'll be, I'll be I'll be trying to sneak in and put, put my two, two pence in on, on the, the podcast. So, yeah, that would be wonderful. And yeah, he's such a generally lovely and nice person. It would, yeah, it'd be great. I, I really hope that that happens. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and I sort of said my angle is I want to talk about sort of improv in soap operas and like how much how much improv is there in a soap opera because I know it's very fast paced and it's very strict. Um, but I think someone like Alan that spent such a long time playing a character, you know, he would he would know how to improvise things mm. that Carl would do that maybe isn't in the script. So there would be an improv edge to the chat. But yeah, yeah. I, I just want to have that yeah. chat. Oh, yeah, that, that would that would be absolutely amazing. And yeah, I, I think I think, yeah, definitely if 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 he can make it work then that that would be absolutely great so so don't give up get him get him on the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I will i will persist i feel like right now is going to be a busy time because the show is coming back but uh i will mm. reach out to him again at some point when maybe things have died down 
now I want to talk about just sort of Bristol and the scene in Bristol, what it's like down there. You've mentioned the Bristol Improv Theatre. How does that work as an organisation? Do you have regular shows there? Are there different troops that are involved? Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of improv going on um, in, in Bristol. It's a, a re really nice place um, to, that you could pretty much see or do some kind of improv, like almost you know more days of a week than uh, than not. Um, so the improv theatre itself runs a number of courses, uh, sort of going through different levels, um, including kind of like a singing songs musical type one. But uh, in addition to that, they have a wonderful array of sort of guest teachers and guest shows so um yesterday in fact i went to see um so a number of students had studied with katie shoot for five day intensive oh, cool. and then they put on a, a show at the end of that so I, I went to see um some some friends including uh people i know from online um uh performing that uh in that showcase which is absolutely wonderful there's um yeah shows on usually most fridays and saturdays and lots of yeah, different workshops there's some one day workshops coming up and there have been two day ones um sometimes whole weeks um and i was lucky enough to yeah um study with patty styles in person so i, I studied her a lot online um, during the pandemic and then um when i heard that she was coming to bristol i was like okay book, book up quickly quickly <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was a uh, great I, I got a t-shape with uh patty styles it's lovely uh, she's, she's amazing I, I love her style and her work uh, so it was uh uh great that she came to the improv theater um and then there's there's other improv within bristol as well like so so for example we've kind of made a a team um the Farragoods, which is actually uh we started off we went to a a course called making a show which was one of the first things i did uh sort of post pandemic to get back into uh in-person improv because i i felt i'd um i'd kind of kind of like e ease myself in do, do a course and sort of see see what's going on and during that that um that course we kind of then formed a group uh, and we have a really nice show which is essentially the uh, the life of somebody called Jean Farragut, um, and any of us can play Jean Farragut. Usually, they just wear wear a scarf, um, and they're they're kind of nearing the end of or near the end of their life, and they're talking to the audience, and they're just recounting uh, sort of key moments from from their life, which you then see acted out uh, on stage uh, with the person who's playing Jean in the various uh, uh, points in their their, their life. And so that one is kind of like we've become our own sort of troupe. Um, we have a we brought a director back in for a while. We we kind of tried a sort of like self-governing um, uh, group, um, and we've got uh, we kind of get get gigs, not necessarily just at the Improv Theatre, but there's a, a few other spaces as well around Bristol um, that we've um, we've put shows on, and that's. Um, yeah, that, that's really good. There's um sort of uh, sort of American long form style improv as well going on in Bristol, and um, every now and again, every month they have a kind of a um, a night where people can go to jams, but also they have guest shows, and that's another slot that sometimes we might take our Star Captain show or our Gene Farragut show and put on the show there. Um, there's improvised shows to watch at different venues as well. So it's, it's very sort of, um, yeah, it, improv, um, improv busy 
and there's there's opportunities to put on performances uh, places we've got a um sort of double bill with with other troops and teams that have kind of made made their own in kind of uh shows and doing, doing them in various pairings usually as double bills which are, are quite nice because you can watch one um especially if it's kind of narrative improv so you can watch one sort of you know, up to 45 minute show, everyone could go and get a drink from bar and then come back and watch a, a, another another show afterwards. So it fits in, fits in quite well to do double bills quite a lot. Wow, that is a lot going on down in Bristol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah, also I, I, I've uh, yeah, been, been, up, been up in Edinburgh and um, there, there are other places um, as well that um, there's something like um, uh, at some point, maybe we apply to sort of take a, tri a trip or two to different festivals, or kind of try and try and see a bit more of uh, improv around the UK. But uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot going on here as well, which is quite good. Awesome! I have my first festival appearance coming up in a couple of weeks, as we're recording this, uh, the Robin Hood Festival. Oh, lovely! Oh, brilliant! Is that is that uh, with a, a troop you're doing that? Yeah, performing with Your my team. troop, the Oikers. We're just oh, doing nice. a, a short form set and then um going to do uh, one of the classes. I'll just soak it all in while I'm there. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. I, I've seen that that advertised. I think I, I can't make this year, but it, it, it looks like such a such a great place to be. Look at all the, the guest teachers and shows and things. So it's, yeah, maybe, maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll see you there. <laughs> and do you do any teaching yourself or do you just play? Uh, I, I do some teaching. Yeah, I did. Um, uh, I've taught a, a sci-fi um, uh, course. Um, I've done some uh, kind of kind of bits and bobs. Doing. Uh, I did a, a kind of uh, a beginners um, sort of session for uh, a kind of in, in person uh, for uh, at, in my day job at work. Um, and yeah, so I, I do bit, bits and pieces here and there. Uh, so no, nothing in a diary currently, but watch your space. Anything I'll be putting it um, uh, all over social media. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of social media, where can people find you online? Oh, well, they're all over the place um, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. But I've got my uh, MIT Improv uh, Facebook page, which is um, often has sort of plugs all the various different shows I'm in and different troops, um, uh, including MIT and Beta, which have its own uh, Facebook page. Um, and I have the MIT Improv YouTube channel, which is quite nice because I've put um, my MIT and Beta shows on there. But in addition to that, there's um, shows I've done with the light bulb and also um, my scene time um, sort of project I've been putting on there, which is um, great scenes and uh, uh, so sometimes it's not just scenes; it can be audio only. Uh, that was another thing I've done, sort of audio only improv, um, all over the, um, all over the world uh, with with different people, and I've put put those on there as well. And I'll, I'll have more things to add as, as I go. So, and then I'm, I'm kind, of, kind of trying to get trying to work out Instagram at the moment. I've I ha <laughs> I. I need to I need to learn more about it before I end up sharing random things that I think <laughs> I've, I've always been like ma mainly a Facebook person but now I feel like I should branch out into the world of, of Instagram <laughs> yeah well I I remember recently hearing children make some sort of sarcastic comment about Facebook and it and it was basically 
saying that if you use Facebook, you're old. Like no one uses Facebook anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before as well. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's why. Like, right, fine. I'm being forced to move over to Instagram. I don't want to be labelled as old. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. <laughs> I love Facebook. I've invested like so much of my time into Facebook over the years, and um, I yeah, I hope it never goes away because I kind of rely on it for so many things. Oh, it, it's been uh, like it's one of my favorite places to to spend my time is fa Facebook. I, uh, to the point, I almost I I sleep scroll. I'll just be like having <laughs> a look at my my phone at, at, at all different times. But um, definitely for for improv as well, like having um sort of links to YouTube and connecting with other improvisers, um, having my my pages uh available and it's such a great source of information like the different forums as well that exist for for improv um different groups and, and people it's been a, a a great place to to connect um for me to uh, to all of these people and wonderful improvisers so uh but yeah if, if it is it's all changing and it's good well it'll probably be TikTok now won't it I've, i need to <laughs> to skip over a set step and get get onto the TikTok world <laughs> or whatever's next after that some some kind of virtual reality uh... <laughs> <laughs> see i do use TikTok, but i do not oh. understand oh. it oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't understand so it you're, you're posting videos and you don't know where they're where they're going or who's liking <laughs> I or mean, is it is it likes i don't know is it <laughs> uh, yeah well it's it's likes uh, but i just use mm. it to post videos that i was posting i did like this humorous moment video series during i started during lockdown and basically every wednesday uh, i did it for a, a year every wednesday for a year i just posted just a one-liner joke and it had like the introduction and the outro was longer than the actual joke and then i just decided <laughs> I decided, oh, I've got these things. They're still there. I'll just repurpose them and put them on TikTok, and they get like they get likes and stuff. But mm. every other video that I see, I'm just like, wow, like TikTok is its own thing. Like what I'm posting isn't really what people are looking at on TikTok. It, it it's people just like saying, like miming along to movie lines or <laughs> doing weird dances and stuff. It, it's it's a lore unto itself. Okay, so yeah, basically work, work on what I learned from that is work on your dancing skills, put them on TikTok, and then hopefully you'll get <laughs> you'll get hearts. <laughs> <laughs> right then, it's been a wonderful chat. Thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you so much for for having me on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, hopefully people can make their way down to Bristol or they can interact with you online and, and see some of your shows or even do some stuff with you. Yes, that would be wonderful. Yeah, um, I always always up for collaboration. Uh, love Improv, Love Improvisers, Enmity um, Improv on Facebook and YouTube and maybe Instagram and maybe TikTok <laughs> in the future. Who knows? <laughs> Watch this space, everyone. <laughs> well thank you so much to emma for coming on the show it was a really great chat and it was just great to get to know her as i said at the start of this emma is someone that is in my improv atmosphere and someone i was very aware of and she interacts with lots of people that i know but we had never had any interaction sort of to actually chat like this we, we've sort of liked each other's messages and we've commented on things and she's one of the contributors to the A to Z series, for example, she gave loads of great answers when I put it out there ages ago saying who would like to offer some suggestions for the A to Z. But this was our first time to chat and it was a great chat. She's so deep 
in improv and is clearly so passionate about it and it was just really great to hear her story and just talk to a fellow improviser that is passionate about what she does so thank you very much to emma and i look forward to having her back on the show in future because that is something that is definitely going to happen and yeah she's now a friend of the show and i look forward to many more wonderful chats in future now if you are interested in getting into improv or are already involved in improv and want to try out a different improv scene then all of the information you need can be found at www.liverpoolcomedyimprov.co.uk You can also check us out on Facebook by searching for Liverpool Comedy Improv and on Twitter and Instagram we are at Live Comedy Improv This show has a specific Facebook page where you can find all things you need to know about the show just go to Facebook and search for the Liverpool Comedy Improv cast and you'll find all the things you could ever possibly need when it comes to this show. Now, if you are a member of the LCI community and you would like to be a guest on the show, then please get in touch with me or with Emma Bird and we'll make arrangements as soon as possible. Now, we've just had Emma T on the show and she's not technically a member of the Liverpool Comedy Improv community. She's a part of the global improv community and there's loads of you out there that i know listen to the show you are invited on the show as well i love talking to improvisers from all walks of life from all different communities so if you think that that is you then i would love to have you on the show so please get in touch with me or get in touch with emma and we'll make the arrangements as soon as possible if you are listening on apple or spotify please give us a five star rating write us a nice little positive review because little things like that really do help to give us a boost and get our name out there if you are on social media and you think hey i want to check out what ian is doing on social media with any of the things he's doing maybe it's improv maybe it's voice acting then you can follow me i'm pretty much everywhere i'm at ian luke jones that is facebook twitter slash x instagram youtube uh, tiktok linkedin or just go to my website, my one-stop shop for all things me, which is www.ianlukejones.com and you'll find all things me there. It's got loads of stuff about my improv on there, but it's also really focused on my voice acting stuff. And I keep promising it, there is going to be something coming soon to the show where I will go into more detail about my voice acting stuff. So watch this space. But yeah, go to my website and find out all about my voice acting journey from there follow my blog on there because i've got loads of great stuff going on and i'm very excited about the future well thank you very much that brings us to the end of this episode massive thanks to emma for coming on it was a real pleasure to have that chat and get to know her and i hope that you now feel like you know her just as much as i know her now before i go here are some words that are wise 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 always remember whatever the situation to treat life like improv And yes, and...